Good morning and welcome back to the Hardcore Therapist, where we explore topics related to mental health and personal growth. I'm your host, Sarah, and today we are going to have an important discussion ahead. I want to emphasize right from the start that this podcast episode does not replace the need for professional therapy. It is crucial to acknowledge that while self-help and self-improvement tools can be valuable, they are not a substitute for therapy when needed. So let's get started. Um, before I dive into some strategies, I'm going to try to um, help the listeners understand why holiday seasons might be particularly challenging for some individuals when it comes to family dynamics. Um, it is something that I've struggled with when um, I've had to deal with uh, families. And this week, just talking to clients alone, knowing that Thanksgiving is coming up, um, you know, what their partners might want, what their families might want isn't exactly what they want. So it made me understand that that would be something that would be important to talk about this week. So here I go. Um, there are a lot of challenges. So I just want to start with what happens. I know there's a lot of mixed emotions that come up. It's a joyous time to celebrate. I know that most people feel that way, but it also can be really stressful, especially for those who have to deal with family dynamics, expectations and past experience, and the pressure to create perfect moments can contribute to heightened stress and anxiety. I know that um, in my particular family, um, you know, like having the right china out and making the right dinner and all of those things were very, very important and how, how it looked was very important. And I'm not knocking my family for that. I just want to point that that was something uh, that I found uh, a little bit stressful growing up. Um, I can talk a little bit about how, um, when I felt a lot of stress, different strategies that I would do and, um, talking about ones that maybe are better, better coping mechanisms. Um, like for instance, this year for Thanksgiving, um, I'm going to be with my cousin and aunt, which I'm really excited about. Um, my kids will be able to pop in and out because they normally spend Thanksgiving with their dad and his family in Chicago, but they're actually coming in to Detroit. I won't be with my husband, which is really sad. Um, the last few years, we I have been coming to Oregon to visit with him. And it was just uh, me, him, his uh, eldest son, and his dad. It was just really a lovely small gathering and not a lot of pressure. So, um, you know, that dynamic is even a, a different thing is like when you want to come in and visit, but you can't. And I think people should acknowledge that, that not everyone is able to spend time with, with family. And if you have friends who you're not sure if they're spending time with family over the holidays, you know, it'd be a really beautiful thing if you could reach out to them and ask them if they need that. But if you are with your families, <laughs> I want to, uh, help with, uh, coping and I'm going to help you set up some things. So, one of the things I think is really important is setting boundaries. So um, making sure that they're clear and healthy boundaries. It's okay to say no to certain activities or commitments if they contribute to your stress. Communicate your needs and limit time with your family members is totally okay. So I know that sometimes um, family might come in for a week and um, it's okay to say, I'm going to stay at a hotel. So you don't have to have that uh, constant being on or constant time. I think it's really important to be able to have those boundaries, to have space for yourself so that you can rest and relax and rejuvenate to actually enjoy that time. Communication, obviously communication is, is so important with all relationships, but I think that it gets lost when we're in, um, a family dynamics that 
we, sometimes we revert to being little kids with our, uh, you know, when we're adults with parents and different kinds of things like that. But I think just making sure that you're open with communication is important. So expressing your feelings and concerns to your family members, discussing expectations, and if necessary, finding compromises that work for everyone. So example, um, I was talking to one of my clients this week and they told me that they're really stressed about having to buy multiple gifts for people um, for the holiday season and that their expectations from their family is that they, they do this, that everyone gets a gift for someone. And I, um, I gave them like, would, like, would it be okay to say something like, I'd rather pull names and buy multiple gifts and try to have a conversation with your family about that. I think it's okay to do that. Um, it's a, it's a huge expense. And I think, you know, this is a, a trying time. I keep on watching videos on, you know, um, inflation rates and um, how much home costs are compared to, you know, 40 years ago. It's It was astronomical um, learning that. And so being able to communicate openly, um, especially when you're in your 40s and 50s and you have, um, you know, parents who were up and coming in the 80s and 90s, um, or even, you know, if you're in your 30s, you know, you had parents who were able to buy homes, uh, you know, when they were like in their 20s, and that it doesn't seem possible now and rent prices are extraordinary. So being able to be clear and open about that, you know, um, I had someone say that, uh, oh, my parents think I make so much money because I make $100,000 a year. And I am not saying that is not a lot of money. I think that is a lot of money for some people. I think it really depends on where you live. And um, they're having a hard time just keeping up with all the things they need to keep up with, especially because student loans have come back. So communicating that to to people, I think would be really important. Self-care. So as I said, like staying in a hotel is something, but prioritize it during the holidays, take breaks, make sure you're getting enough sleep, make sure you're eating properly. I know, um, statistically, and I am not saying don't enjoy holiday meals, but statistically people gain seven to 14 pounds during the holidays um, because they are always going, not getting enough sleep and um, not eating properly. So if you want to feel and you want to feel more calm, making sure that you're um, relaxed and it's just not selfish to prioritize your needs. And I'm, I'm going to talk a little bit more about that. Um, when I talk about some realistic expectations, but, um, I think it's important. Like you can ask people for help. Like if you're in the kitchen and you're the host and you want help, ask, if you want help, ask, um, decorating your home, ask people, it can make it a beautiful memory, but also it takes a lot of pressure away. And you can also say no, you know, you can say no, like I don't have the mental bandwidth to go here or do this right now. And that's totally okay. I love mindfulness techniques. I use them every day. Um, I start with mindfulness in the morning, um, which is um, something that really works for me. And then I try to take these two minute mindfulness breaks uh, throughout the day to help me um, stay grounded. So um, deep breath meditation, um, just moments of mindfulness to help manage anxiety in the midst of the holiday season. Um, you know, we can totally... Uh, I can teach some meditation uh, techniques if people are interested in that. So please, please let me know. Um, realistic expectations. Okay, this is always a hard one because I think we want to think about things that possibly were happening 
in our childhood or, um, you know, our parents have expectations for us or we have expectations for our kids. So setting realistic expectations, remembering that perfection is not a goal is a really hard thing for me. Um, I am a recovering perfectionist. Um, so it is not, it does not have to be perfect. Nothing has to be great. Just embracing those imperfect moments and focus on creating memories is going to be really helpful. Another realistic expectation I think is really important that, um, I really want to talk about, and I think that, uh, I have some other clients I've talked a little bit about this with is dietary needs. I can't expect my family to cater to my dietary needs. And I'm not talking, I'm on a diet. And I think people get confused with that. But for instance, if you're gluten-free, if you have uh, any kind of allergies, anything like that, your expectation can't be that someone else is going to take care of that. And it's okay to refuse eating other people's food. So something that I have done many times myself. And then also I make sure that I tell clients to do this is say something like, I will bring a few dishes to share to fit my dietary needs to make sure that, you know, I know my mom would be really upset if I wasn't eating. So taking care that I am eating and taking care of that, but also that, you know, maybe there's other options of things that people can try that might be excellent. So dealing with family dynamics is also really a thing um, and acceptance. So you have to accept that family dynamics are complex and that everyone may get along perfectly and that's totally okay. So you want to embrace the differences and focus on what you can control. And I think that happens a lot in families is where someone is trying to control and something that um, my husband says all the time. And actually I've heard this before on, um, the Wisdom of the Sages podcast, you cannot control the controller. And if you are do not believe in God, I don't, I don't mean to put my uh, beliefs on onto you, but you cannot control other people at all. So trying to control them is going to have you're going to have a lot more difficulties within your family dynamics and family situation. So you know, letting knowing that people are where they're at and just being okay with that is something that is difficult, but something that I ask all my clients to work on. And here, I'm going to say the same thing. Okay. So here's the the big thing. And I know this is always, I feel like the, the plug for therapists, but if you are feeling overwhelmed, you should seek support. It's so important. Um, it can be from friends or partner, but a mental health professional is always great. Talking about your feelings can provide valuable insight and relief. I have found that um, clients that I've worked with where I have, you know, maybe been just doing check-ins with them and seeing them once a month or even less than that, that they'll, I'll see them more over the holidays. And that is okay. That is part of that self-care. That's part of that realistic expectation. Having someone there to be able to talk it through with is really important. So those are like my main things I can really think about with family. Um, it is not easy to to go with family and be with family a lot. I, I need a lot of alone time. And um, I always find being around people, um, as much as I love people, it gets exhausting for me. So I need time to be able to recharge. And I, I think that being able to say that is totally okay. 
And, and, you know, knowing your limits. So, you know, just to recap, making sure that you're accepting people, seeking support, setting realistic expectations. If you want to use some mindfulness techniques, amazing. I love them. Make sure you're using self-care, communication, and setting boundaries. I know it sounds a lot like what I would say in a healthy relationship, but hopefully with families, you can develop more healthy relationships by doing something like that. Um, I just want to say as wrapping up this discussion, it's important to remember you're not alone and a lot of us feel stressed over the holidays. So maybe by implementing these strategies and seeking support, you can navigate family dynamics with more resilience and create holiday seasons that align with your well-being. So um, with that, I'm going to close up. Um, thanking everyone. I am so grateful every time that people listen and tell me about um, things that they learned on my podcast. I love that. Thank you so much. Um, I do have some guests coming up. My friend Luke will be on either this week or, ne or this the next episode or the, uh, or the one after. Um, I have someone coming in to talk about um, substance use disorder, which I think is really important during the holiday season. Um, my husband, Don, will be on again. And I have... Um, some more menopause topics that are coming up. So just to let you know, there is that. If you ever have questions for me, you can DM me on Instagram at the hardcore therapist, or you can email me at the hardcore therapist at gmail.com. Or you can check out my website. And what happens is you just hit the button, connect with me. Um, and I will reach out to you again. It's the hardcore also, all my merchandise is um, is um, profits are going to help people who are underinsured or uninsured. So if you're interested in checking out merch, merch is on the website. I will be adding a few more things um, within the next few weeks. I will be at some shows coming up. I will be at Black Christmas. Um, some other ones I'm hoping to be at uh, for some hardcore shows. If anyone wants me at any of their events uh, to do a wellness table. Um, I am more than happy to do that. Please let me know. And thank you all again for listening to The Hardcore Therapist. And I will see you all later. I wishing I'm wishing everyone a peaceful and joyous holiday season.